You're listening to My Friend's Place on WGOTLP Gainesville.
Ghost of Room still getting it done, and thanks for tuning in to my friend's place today here on uh, WGOTLP Gainesville. 
before that in the warm-up mix portion of our show let things off uh freddie king going down which you may recognize as the theme song one of the all-time great comedies eastbound and down from hbo then after that we got into new music a new one from portugal the man plastic island then it was sharon van etten with quiet eyes uh, right after her song you heard bonnie dune on my mind then it was a uh, new music from mad honey that song title is fold and then the final song you've heard uh, so far on the show this week, and new music from uh, Bush Tetras, They Live in My Head. And there you go. That's everything you've heard uh, thus far on the show today. And before we uh, play more new music, let's go ahead and do some My Friends Place updates. And, of course, we want to start with Rebel Alert. Um, if you're not a, a every week listener to My Friends Place, about a month ago I lost a headphone underneath the seat in my car. I'm stretching with my left hand trying to uh, reach it and then basically feel like my rib exploded. Um, and so it's been a really like a uh, slow process and a good reminder of just how bad getting old sucks because uh, I don't think in my earlier days I would have, first of all, would have had the injury, but second of all, it probably would have been over by now. And pretty much like every single time I think it's going to be healed, I get some kind of a reminder that my rib isn't. Like uh, last week, I'm moving some old couches um, out to the road uh, to be picked up for uh, the trash. And let me tell you just how bad and crappy uh, these couches were. Uh, So we actually had like piles of trash in our front yard, including a broken wheelbarrow, uh, some old wood slaps that fell like off the fence that we were getting rid of. There was a broken grill and all of that was scavenged before trash day. Everything, in fact, except for our awful pair of couches that remained out in front until uh, that actually got picked up uh, during the trash collection. Uh, So now, I gotta say my new couches are pretty cool. Uh, Excellent for watching some movies and TV, which I'll review a little bit here later on in the show. And that's going to take us to our second My Friend's Place update, which is uh, the roadkill. Uh, Again, for people that don't listen every week, about the same time I hurt my rib, uh, there was a dead possum laying right in the middle of the sidewalk. And I'm assuming, like, oh, some animal's going to come along and move it and scavenge it, take it back into the woods and eat it. But that's not what's happened because here we are weeks later and that roadkill that dead possum carcass is still laying there right in the middle of the sidewalk in front of uh, Oakgate Walk on 6th Street uh, right next to a 35 mile per hour um, speed limit sign. Uh, so uh, some of you got into um, put this well I don't have to put air quotes it's actually a charity squares game a little bit of gambling action uh, for just how long this roadkill this, this possum carcass is going to remain sitting in the middle of the sidewalk on 6th street and if you're listening to the uh, thursday premiere of my friend's place we are sitting officially at 32 days uh so that eliminates a couple people in the contest um let's see oh can't read my own handwriting oh here it is uh Oh, Eshar, um, you are out of the contest because she had 30 days on her card. And we're already at 32, so she's been eliminated. Um, someone else was eliminated. Let's see. Oh, uh, D. Betterman. Um, you actually finished in last place because you had 29 days on uh, your bingo card. But uh, 
Anyway, I mean, the best news of the situation, uh, besides that cool uh, roadkill on the sidewalk, is that I'm still in the contest. I picked 53 days. Uh, now, I do have to remind you, uh, please do not go over to Oakgate Walk with a shovel and like a heavy-duty, uh, hefty trash bag and try to um, influence the result of our charity event, um, which now has an expected payout. I think $23 is the official count right now uh, to the person who most closely predicts how long that roadkill is going to remain in the middle of the sidewalk. Um, if you want to play, the buy-in is $2. It's, I'll still leave it open this week. And if you're interested, like you can just direct message me. And uh, that's about it for 6th Street News. Um, oh, reminder um, you can also dm me if you want to be part of uh the sixth street squad uh which is going to be kind of like a traditional uh 50 style gang that i'm putting together to kind of monitor the area um and we're still working right now like on a logo design uh for these matching berets uh, that we plan on ordering uh which also reminds me uh if you happen to like have a good like really cool uh beret hookup locally in Gainesville uh, then uh, please let me know because it turns out uh, custom berets are way more expensive uh, than I first imagined so uh, there you go that's, that's everything you need to know uh, in the world of my friend's place so let's go and get back into music and we're gonna start this one off uh, uh, the lead singer of Neon Indian his name is Alan Palomo uh, I played one of his songs a couple weeks ago that I really liked and uh, here's some more solo material from him it's stay at home DJ which pretty good description of me as I am I like to refer uh, to myself as kind of a lazy agoraphobic so I'm definitely a stay at home DJ but anyway here is a uh, new music on my friend's place from Alan Palomo stay at home DJ thank you for listening Yeah. 
outside under the moonlight I never felt so small because you
Okay, there's some new music from Drab Majesty. A song titles Vanity, and it features Rachel Goswell. And a quick reminder that you're listening to my friend's place on WGOT, LP Gainesville 100.1 FM. And before I tell you what you just heard, another quick reminder that um, if you don't want to listen to the radio broadcast, or you can't listen to the radio broadcast um, because you're out of the FM signal range, you can stream WGOT any day, anytime at WGOT.org. And also you can find um, my past shows by simply Googling Caramela Radio Shows, which will get you um, to my friend's place and also to my house and techno show called Caramel Mix Show. So uh, a little bit of uh, information background-wise uh, for the show. Um, but let's tell you what you heard in that last 25 minutes of music. Leading things off, you had Alan Palomo, stay-at-home DJ, Right after that, uh, Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds, Think of a Number. You have the Pet Shops, uh, a Pet Shop Boys uh, magic remix of that one. You heard it uh, last week as the closing track. Also heard it on uh, Fred's show this week as I sat in a little bit for our open house over at the Civic Media Center WGOT studio. And it was uh, surprisingly uh, a lot of people, well not a lot of people, but more people than I was expecting showed up. And it was actually a really cool event. Um, Thanks for everyone uh, who came out, and a big thanks to Fred Salder for uh, hosting that event. Uh, but right after that, you had new music from Chris Farron called Bluish. Uh, then you heard Dream, I- Dream Wife <laughs> with Social Lubrication. Um, I like some social lubrication every once in a while, but uh, that's another story for another day. Then it was uh, We Are Radio Noise, which is kind of a punk super group uh, made of some of the, the top uh, female singers in that genre of music. And the name of their song, kind of an appropriate title, is uh, Womantham. And then uh, there you go. That's everything you've heard on the show today. So uh, let's uh, do a segment about local celebrity sightings and I'm going to put a slash after that and fitness news two of my favorite things um, so background information uh, I was at the steps um, well, I should clarify I was at the stadium to do steps on like a weekday afternoon I think so Tuesday maybe and as I'm riding my bike um, up to the open gate in the northwest end zone side, I noticed something, and that was that there were uh, people on the field practicing tackle football, which almost is always a bad sign. It usually means I'm either going to get kicked out of the stadium or denied entry. Uh, but as I got closer, I realized it wasn't like an actual Florida Gator practice or like high school recruiting, that stuff that they do. It was some kind of like a high school level football camp. And how do I know that? Well, people had like different kinds of uniforms on and more importantly, everyone had like a different helmet uh, with different decals on the helmets. And there are also like a bunch of old middle-aged dudes sitting in the stands. Well, I'm going to safely assume where the dads there trying to watch their kids practice and um, you know, they probably had paid a lot of money for their kids to come to this camp. So, you know, they want to enjoy uh, the time their kid gets to play, like, on the actual field where the Florida Gators play. So, um, normally I'd run, like, my workout is run all the way around the bottom bowl of the stadium and then all the way back. But uh, there are too many people in my way this day. So I decided just to, like, stay 
on the north end zone side because that's the part where like there were the fewest uh, uh, dads sitting in the stands or like walking up and down the aisles uh, which would be blocking my way now looking on the field it became pretty obvious like I said um, that this was not like the Florida Gator team or uh, the elite high school recruits um, that they sometimes uh, do camps for um, how do I know this well, let's just say where I was, like on the north side, there was an end zone full of, um, put this delicately as possible, but let's just call them like extra chunky, maybe five foot nine, 300 pound um, offensive and defensive uh, linemen. Uh, so it's pretty clear that, um, like I said, this is some kind of like, you know, not a fun camp, but like a camp for people that aren't going to probably be playing Division One football at University of Florida. And I'm running up and down uh, the stairs in the north end zone, and all of a sudden, like, they come into where the end zone is, and you've got this group of players. Uh, they're running, like, basically practice drills, kind of, like, right in front of me. And, of course, there are a lot of coaches on the field, and I can also see that there has to be uh, some, like, current active Gator players out there helping out um, because these guys are huge like um, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Conan the Barbarian Big. But then I also noticed one of my favorite things in the world, and don't ask me why, this brings joy to my heart, um, which is a, a big, huge football player wearing a tiny helmet and kind of like tiny shoulder pads. And the one I'm looking at in particular has like a purple M, on the side of his helmet. What did the M stand for? I have no idea. Mount Dora, Middleburg, and well, it's not Melbourne because I know that that logo. So I, I have no idea. Some M town in Florida. Uh, but this guy, I mean, he was a big guy. Don't get me wrong. He's six foot tall, um, but extremely beefy. Probably uh, mid 300s, 350. And he's wearing a helmet that looks at least two sizes too small. So I love big dude, small helmet. Uh, here, let me give you a clear uh, mental picture. Think of Billy Bob from the movie Varsity Blues. And, oh, and if you haven't seen Varsity Blues, then, oh my gosh, what are you waiting for? I mean, if it's good enough for uh, me and it's good enough from uh, Michael Scott from The Office, then you know it's probably a pretty cool movie. And, uh, oh, and that episode of The Office where they spend hours and hours uh, sitting around watching movies is by far one of my favorite episodes of that show, but that's a tangent. Uh, so getting back to my celebrity sighting, going up and down the steps, and uh, just kind of mesmerized, actually, um, by this big dude with the, the little helmet. And if you're not familiar with the stadium uh, where I am and the uh, north end zone, there's five columns of upstairs. Uh, and I'm running up and down each, and of course I'm struggling. It's really hot, it's humid, I'm not in the best shape. Um, speaking of chunky, yeah, that's probably me too. Uh, but anyway, my eyes are stinging with sweat just dripping into them nonstop. Um, but I get to the top of each one of the columns, and you're know, like, oh, am I going to quit? I'm going to keep going. And uh, as I get ready to go down, there I see my big player, tiny helmet with the M on the side. And that is my motivation to continue going up and down the stairs. And finally, I get um, 
to the northeast corner of the end zone, and then the magic happened. Standing next to the player with the tiny helmet and the M on the side and watching the drills was actually the one and only head coach of the University of Florida, Billy Napier. And uh, just for one moment, um, Billy Napier's and, and my eyes lock as I'm coming down the stairs, getting closer to field level. And in this moment, um, for one brief second, I just, I know that Billy Napier is going to invite me onto the field uh, to run drills uh, with the, the players and then eventually uh, have a spot on the 2023 University of Florida football team. Now, I already do have a degree from UF, but I also know that I have four years remaining of athletic eligibility because I don't think the intramural sports I played at the university uh, count against the four-year rule. Um, so, uh, for that brief moment, I start to fantasize about like running out of the tunnel um, at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium onto the field. There's like 80,000 screaming fans. And then reality kind of sets in um, as I'm still struggling, as I mentioned earlier in the show, five weeks later with a rib injury that's so silly that I got just basically from stretching. So then a much clearer vision comes into my head, like, I don't know, uh, what's that? Ayahuasca. So like I'm on an ayahuasca journey and I see myself clearly. I'm returning a kickoff out of the end zone and just like an enormous six foot four ripped 250 pound linebacker tackles me and as he does so I just picture in my mind my rib exploding and tiny little shards of bone uh, hit my heart and I die there right on the field and as they carry uh, my lifeless body off the field on uh, one of those stretcher golf carts that you see them wheel the players off uh, they're playing uh, the song from Tom Petty I won't back down that they do in the uh, third grade, uh, between the third and uh, fourth quarter of the football games. So that pretty much makes me the reverse Rudy. Uh, remember that movie where the dude, uh, he finally gets on the field and gets a sack? Well, I would be the reverse Rudy, Rudy because I finally get on the field and I die. Um, so there you go. That is my celebrity sightings and fitness news for today here on My Friend's Place, which means it is time to listen to uh, some more new music. And, um, and I've got a new one from a show I'm watching on HBO called The Idol, which is two episodes in. But eventually, I'm going to review here on My Friend's Place, not this week, but uh, maybe next week. But... Um, it's got The weekend in it, so he has written and produced most of the music, and you're going to hear one from Lily Rose Depp, and that last name's familiar, yes, because she's Johnny Depp's daughter. Um, here is Lily Rose Depp with World Class Center, I'm a Freak, which sounds very much like a weekend song, except she is doing the lead vocals on that. So here you go. Thank you for tuning in to uh, My Friend's Place. Maybe it's hard to see when you're looking at me But I do what I want, don't get off of it all Looking for something sweet when it comes time to eat You better start to run when I call Cause I know that you don't really know how 
what I'm about I'm a good girl, gone bad Get in that car, drive fast Get on the road Take off my clothes you're dumb, but you're cute That's a good enough ratio And I'm wild as a stallion So come enjoy the rodeo I'm just a freak, yeah You know I want it bad And we can meet ya But I don't need to know your name You can pull my hair Touch me anywhere Ripping chains I'm just a freak, yeah So show me why you came Universal, please don't play possum. I'm a businessman doing that's follow. Truthfully, I be lying in my rap song. Cause I always felt a mission, I slap on me. His career didn't come with no life insurance. Hope his day one fans got some facts on him. I'm an honorary beehive, let's see why them diamonds don't be fly. They all CGI. You better get it off your chest like breath reduction. If she stress over you, she stress for nothing. Hold up, wait a minute. Even AI gotta practice cloning Kendrick. The double entendre, the encore remnants. I pop like ten men, the ops need ten men. No. 
with my ruler you heard it last week i liked it so much played it two weeks in a row here on my friend's place before that from the idol uh, television show soundtrack lily rose death with world-class center i'm a freak then you heard uh, beyonce with america as a problem then some disco uh from uh, uh scissor sisters uh jake cheers singing uh, i used to be in love uh then it was a new one from a band called a giant dog uh, was different then. Uh, then after that, it was uh, this band Deeper, uh, Build a Bridge, and uh, there you go. That's everything you heard on the show this week. Um, let's do a couple of TV and movie reviews, and this week is going to be uh, a little bit of both, as um watched quite a few things the past couple of weeks, and the thing that I probably watched the most of is a little bit of Florida baseball as they have advanced to the College World Series. Uh, so, uh, baseball is very time-consuming, so I've spent quite a bit of time uh, watching that, or at least having it on in the background when I'm doing something. Um, but they're in the World Series, starts uh, this weekend, and Florida in general has been on a pretty good run athletically. Not something uh, we talk a lot about here on the show, but um, 
recently the women gymnastics they finished uh, runner-ups second in the nation and then we had uh, national championships from uh, men's track and field and also the uh, men's golf team won national championships so uh, Florida's got a chance but you know baseball's kind of a weird sport so um, may uh, update that next week depending on how they do um, also on TV Smartless, uh, which is a podcast that I've actually uh, reviewed here on the show before because I really enjoy it. Well, they've taken that podcast and done like a road tour with it, and in doing so, they filmed like a docu-series um, following around uh, Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and um, can't think of those, Sean, Sean A is the third guy. Um, so HBO's done like a docu-series just kind of following them around, and it's pretty entertaining and fun um, especially if you're into the podcast and you might even like it if you haven't heard the podcast so that's on HBO uh, lots of cool comedy this summer as Eric Andre and also it's always sunny they have new seasons on and both of them have been pretty good so far uh, then after that a couple of movies speaking of it's always sunny and Two of the cast members, um, I watched movies that they recently were in, and the first one I want to talk about, probably actually the better of the two movies, uh, is this movie Blackberry. Now, I never had a Blackberry. Uh, maybe you did, maybe you didn't. Um, I'm not, like, terribly um, interested in cell phone technology and stuff like that, so... Um, the main reason I did watch this movie is because it has Glenn Howerton from It's Always Sunny. So, uh, Blackberry is the story basically of how the Blackberry phone was uh, came about, and it's almost the same exact movie as one I talked about a couple weeks ago called Air, uh, the, the Michael Jordan story of how he signed with Nike, um, except replace all the basketball and sports with technology stuff, and all of the 80s nostalgia um, from Air. Um, in Blackberry, of course, it's all 90s nostalgia uh, as the Blackberry was being developed. And like I said before, um, the star, and my best reason for watching is um, uh, Blackberry has Glenn Howerton starring. Uh, Glenn Howerton is Dennis um, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And if you've watched It's Always Sunny, like I have, uh, I don't think anyone's going to be surprised to, to learn that Glenn Howerton can actually play a great think of a way I can say this word. Let's say uh, jerk. That's the nicest way I can say it. Uh, he plays a wonderful jerk, and even in a dramatic role like he is here in Blackberry, um, as he steals pretty much every scene that he's in. Uh, so it's actually a pretty good movie, and I think you could pair this one with a couple other movies, um, including Air, and have a really cool like triple feature, a true story. Um, so we'll get to uh, that in just a minute. Then right after that, I uh, watched Fool's Paradise. So I watched Blackberry for Glenn Howerton. Fool's Paradise I watched for uh, It's Always Sunny star uh, Charlie Day, who actually wrote and directed this movie um, for the first time. And um, basically it's a movie that lampoons like the Hollywood system. And in it, inexplic inexplicably, Charlie Day can't speak. So it gives him a chance to do his very best, like Buster Keaton impression, as he plays this very simple character who's recruited to go to Hollywood um, to play a part. And the movie is packed with stars and cameos, which shouldn't be that surprising, given that Charlie Day, the star, writer, director, 
uh, probably one of the more like well-liked people in Hollywood. Uh, that leads me to the question whether the movie is actually any good. And well, um, it depends. So let me give you the reason why I liked it. Um, first and foremost, I love Charlie Day, one of my favorite comedic actors. And on top of that, I'm always going to have a soft place in my heart uh, for these like 80s and 90s Saturday Night Live movies that came out and totally bombed in the theater. But then, like, you know, kind of found a second home on cable on HBO um, because it was, like, dumb enough to appeal, like, to kids like me. Uh, Fool's Paradise is kind of like one of those movies. And I also think that eventually it could be a movie that kind of gets cult status. Uh, there are some really funny characters and jokes in the movie. But uh, there's a reason why it's, like, 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. And it took like four, four years uh, for Charlie Day to get this thing made. And also had a total rewrite based on advice from uh, Guillermo del Toro, of all people. But uh, yeah, I can't give a strong recommendation for that. But if you're looking for something goofy and silly, making fun of Hollywood, then uh, Fool's Gold is for you, especially if you're a Charlie Day fan. Uh, which leads me to the third movie that I want to talk about. And that's another true story movie, and this one's called Reality. And you would think right off the bat, oh, this is a true story about reality television. No, this is the uh, reality winner case. Uh, the I don't want to get too much into it. Basically, uh, espionage, uh, stealing secrets, uh, really complicated um, story. Uh, but anyway, that aside, I actually kind of had low expectations for this movie. I'm not exactly sure why. Um, it's an HBO movie for starters, which means they actually produced it. And, you know, sometimes those movies are good, sometimes they're not. But uh, in this case, uh, this movie reality, like, completely smashed all my expectations for the movie because it's really good. And it's another first-time director, like Charlie Day, uh, in his movie. Uh, this time it's this uh, woman, Tina Satter, who also wrote and directed uh, reality. And... It was a pretty amazing first-time uh, effort as she's made, at least in my opinion, like this movie that's very reminiscent of, um, who would I compare her to? Uh, let's, oh, Gus Van Sant, uh, a director, um, because she's managed to make, kind of like he does, these movies that are really trippy, uh, but also kind of like tight, and this one in particular is a thriller. And another thing that they really got right with this movie is all the actors and there's only it's a really small movie um short movie there's only like four or five actors in it but all of them just are, are so good in the, the movie and like i said uh one of my favorite things about the movie and this is just movies in general is that it only has an 80 minute runtime so for the math challenge uh it's a basically a one hour 20 minute movie one hour and 15 if you don't watch the credits and uh, I'll take that over a three-hour Marvel movie just about any uh, time of the day and uh, I kind of alluded to it a second ago but you could watch reality along with um, Blackberry and the movie Air and you would have a really cool like uh, triple feature based on a true story a little movie marathon and uh, uh, another cool thing about reality winner is it's on HBO so if you have HBO or the Max you can watch it um, Blackberry and Fool's Paradise are not 
yet quite available to stream. They're both video on demand right now. So uh, there you go. Some stuff to watch on a, a hot, hot summer day or maybe a rainy uh, summer afternoon here in Gainesville. Uh, which leads us back into uh, new music. And I really like this next song. That's from a group called Hemlock Springs. And the song title is called Heaven. And it's brand new music. But what I really like about this song, and I think a lot of people listening will agree, that this is a song that could have been in almost any 1980s teenage comedy or action movie, whatever you want to talk about. Like a, so it would be like a perfect for like a John Hughes movie or something like that. But uh, here you go. Uh, super fun, super silly. It's Hemlock Springs with Heaven here on My Friends Place.
to a show Saw you there Turned to say hello You don't really care Some new ska from Bad Operation. Grandma's Car, uh, kind of a perfect uh, soundtrack for the summer, in my opinion. Uh, before that, a couple of uh, 80s heavily influenced uh, dance tracks. Uh, for stuff, you had Hemlock Springs Heaven. And then right after that, uh, kind of uh, fitting nicely back to back, it's Apostle with Saturday Night Still Breathing. Then you heard a band called The Parade, and that song is I'm a Dreamer dreamer and there you go you are totally called up to all the music um, you've heard today on the station and we highly encourage you uh, go to Spotify go to Bandcamp go wherever and support the artists that you hear um, week to week here on my friends place but before I head out of here and hand things over to uh, the next great DJ a couple of like business notes and um, housekeeping type things and the first thing I want to mention is patreon and Patreon is a subscription service that WGOT is a part of. And on ours, in particular, you can name your own price. So you could go on. You could become a patron for Patreon for as little as $1 a month or more if you have the, uh, the finances to do so. And that allows WGOT to have like a steady source of revenue coming in uh, month to month to help the station out. Uh, another thing that we really could use some help with is just attracting more volunteers. And I talked about it a little bit earlier in my show, just how much I appreciate uh, Fred Souter organizing the uh, WGOT open house and volunteer meeting we had s last Sunday morning at 10 a.m. A very nice turnout of local people here um, that want to be a part of the community radio station and really uh, we're in year 15 and uh, things are a little bit iffy whether there will actually be like a year 16 so uh, the two main things you can do to help uh, make sure that that happens is uh, uh, consider contributing money on a patron and also get involved become a volunteer we have all different types of, of things that we need volunteer help with you can name your uh, position basically and you can name the amount of time you want to put in there's no like uh, set uh, thing either way um, but there you go that's uh, some of the station's business um, as far as myself I'm easy to find online 
just search for Cramela Radio Shows, and that'll bring up uh, past episodes of My Friend's Place, as well as uh, past episodes of Cramela Mix Show that you can enjoy, stream, listen to anytime you want to when you are out and about, or maybe you're at the gym, I don't know, whenever you listen to music, but uh, there you go. That is everything I wanted to uh, say today on the show, which means it's time for our closer. And uh, I picked a, a good one this week. It's from Maya Jane Coles, who's an excellent uh, DJ and producer, and someone that I could see um, seems to always be kind of like on the cusp of breaking out kind of into mainstream music. Um, but she just released a new EP, and you're about to hear one of uh, the five songs on that EP. Um, it's Maya Jane Coles, uh, All These Thoughts, featuring Kid Enigma, which is your closing track this week here on My Friend's Place. Thank you for listening, and I'll be back same time, same channel next week. Um, Adios. that we know.